Hello everyone to this live podcast on Twitch where you can find the news from the research industry that how our researcher keep on researching on various domain and topics to keep our lifestyle more sustainable and more useful. So, let's get started without sorry. Yes, uh, these articles are posted on our website named postscientist.com. Is if you are willing to check it out, please check it out. Otherwise, it will be enough for you guys to get your update from this podcast and uh, get uh, get your update from the research industry. So let's get started without wasting any further time. The first topic of the day is atomic level three D model shows us how gadgets work. Although nanotechnology and material science are complicated topics for most of us, the research in the field is of great importance to almost everyone. Your digital gadgets, for example, are completely dependent on it. Totally, today, all microelectronics depend on semiconductors. These are materials that are not very good at conducting electricity, but you can add tiny amounts of other substances to them. A process known as doping. This pro- improves the semiconductor performance, so they are not so bad after all. If in the past, we doped semiconductor and we saw that this drastically changed the electrical properties of the material, says PhD candidate Casper as Hunstead at NTNU's Department of Material Science and Engineering. This is all well go- and good. It's nice when something works, but beyond uh, the fact that it works, we haven't always understood very much of why it does. This is especially true at the atomic level. Now we know much better how we can Im- image the individual added atoms wh- which previously used to, uh, to be almost impossible to find. This gives us new insight and allows us to understand how they affect that material properties, says Hanstead. Why knowing why is important too. So what? Why on earth should we care about single atom and why something works? Isn't it good enough just to know that it does work? If this was the case, physicists and chemists would certainly have fun during the research, but the rest of us wouldn't benefit much from it. Of course, only when you know more about how something works can you manipulate the material and and optimize it. Says Dennis Muir, he is a professor in the Department of Material Science and Engineering at NTNU who leads the project. This way, for example, you can make more efficient, environmentally friendly or cheaper material for the job to be done. Or you can assign new properties to a material that you already have available with much greater precision. This is also key for developing future material for system technology. Often we want to introduce new functionality to materials. For that, we need to know exactly what role each individual atom plays, says Mayor. Advanced image or technique make it possible. Hunstead and colleagues present the result of many, many hours of work using atom probe, tomography, APT in a recent article in our nature communications. APT is an advanced piece of cutting edge equipment that NTNU acquired a few years ago. The machine can provide a three-dimensional representation of what a material looks like, right down to the atomic level, explain. Constantius 
heads Luglo. He's a senior uh, engineer in the APT laboratory at the Department of Material Science and Engineering. Hunstead and colleagues utilize these outstanding capabilities to study a new type of oxide-based semiconductor to which very small amount of substance have been added to tailor its properties. Conventional microscopy techniques didn't allow us to observe how small amounts of additives pos- uh, position themselves in semiconductors, says Hunstead. The new result shows that the investment is the very best Technical equipment such as this APT machine pays off enormously and pays makes groundbreaking research possible, shows the enormous potential. The research is still not exactly easy using APT either, but by bringing together colleagues with the different experimental and theoretical background along with hard and inspired work, the NTNU team has found solutions. This isn't just a wonderful achievement. It also shows the enormous potential of the APT technique for research field where it has not been applied before. It shows the unique opportunity we have thanks to the modern infrastructure available in NTNU Nanolabs and TEM uh, Gemini Center, says Mayor. Hennestad has worked with ABD for about three years. He has carried out extensive correlated microscopy measurements supported by Antonius Van Helwood and Pud Eric Willem Van Helwood is a professor at NTNU Department of Physics and Exports in High Resolution Electron Microscopy, while Willem is a professor second at NTNU Department of Physics and senior researcher at Snentef Industry. Einstein and Mayer are enthusiastic about all the fascinating possibilities that have already emerged from their APD-based research and the novel perspective for the characterization of functional materials at the atomic scale. Imaging of individually titanium atoms mixed into a semiconductor. For their recent article, the research group looked at the oxide-based semiconductor ERMNTIO3. For this purpose, their collaborator at the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory in the U.S. added tiny amounts of the elementary titanium Ti to aluminium magnet ERM-O3. With the atom probe, we can get a three-dimensional representation of how the titanium atom are positioned in the semiconductor is made. This allows us to link the new electrical properties of the material all the, uh, all the way down to individual atoms. Dr. Mohammad Zishan Khalid is a member of the uh, team headed by Sevier Selbeck, a professor at NTNU Department of Retailer Science and Engineering. He supplemented the experiment with calculation. These calculations provide further insight into the effects that individual atoms can have on the physical properties. One of the advantages of what the researchers have done is that they can use the method on many other substances as well. It is not just limited to the substance that the research team at NTNU has experimented with. The procedures and the results are of broad interest. They can extend our understanding of oxide-based semiconductor and functional material in general. The research opens uh, completely new doors, Mayor says. Cooperative approach, strength and research. Many people from different departments at NTNU contributed to make the scientific breakthrough possible. Sintef 
the research council of norway the norway micro and nano fabrication facility norfab and the norway laboratory for mineral and material characterization mi mac and the norway center of for transmission electron microscopy nordm and ntn nano supported the work the researcher point out the collaborative effort nicely showcases the strength of the interdisciplinary research and shows that what can be accomplished with the solid state of the art infrastructure the details of how einstein achieved such outstanding results are probably not easily digestible for most of us but the link to the research article below will give you something to chew on if you want to dig in <laughs> interesting interesting finding we are moving towards the next topic food deficit in africa will grow in a warmer world hmm. africa was one of the world fastest population growth rate growth models projects the continent current population of about 1.3 billion people will nearly double to 2.5 billion people uh, billion by 2050 and it's uh, likely to keep growing beyond that at the same time malnutrition is widespread in africa 21% of the population faces food insecurity and the continent is especially vulnerable to climate change warmer regions are already experiencing desertification and areas of low agriculture productivity are susceptible to climate shocks from adverse uh, weather drought flooding and erratic rainfall the combined effects of population growth and the climate change raise a serious question for the continent how will africa feed its growing populations in increasing unfriendly conditions in a study published in earth future beltran pena and d ondraco applied uh, the result from the agro hydrological climate and the socio economic models to access food self sufficiency and climate vulnerability for 49 african countries under a scenario in which uh, the global average temperature is 3 uh, degrees celsius above pre industrial levels by later this century they found that under a 3 uh, degree celsius warmer climate africa will face a severe mismatch between population size and food autonomy by 2075 food production africa will uh, be able to feed only 1.35 billion out of an estimated 3.5 billion people a finding that already accounts for increased agriculture productivity through improved irrigation and sustainable pra- practices Under this climate scenario African nation will have to expand cropland and rely more heavily on food imports both approaches uh, come with downsides cropland expansion carries potential distresses ecological ramification whereas reliance <coughs> on imports would uh, make Africa more susceptible to volatility in global food prices The analysis indicated that eastern and western Africa will have the most significant import needs. The research also suggested steps to address the grim forecast, increasing the pop, uh, proportion of plant-based uh, foods consumed and improved water storage, particularly in arid regions, can help mitigate growing uh, food insecurity. For example, in addition. halving current food loss and waste uh, waste rates could boost our domestic food production and feed and an 
additional 130 million people nevertheless the researcher notes this solution will not eliminate projected food deficit on the continent the second of the united states sustainable development goals is to and hunger and malnutrition this research suggests this goal may not be feasible in africa under the current emission and warming paradigm so these are the food deficit in africa will grow the in rising temperature in the area in the land of course so i mean bad news for him and good news whatever okay moving on towards next topic seasonal change in a antarctica ice sheet movement observed for first time some estimates of antarctica total contribution to sea level rise may be over over underestimated after researcher detected a previous unknown source of ice loss variability the researcher from the university of cambridge and australian energy co- uh, company nvo identified distinct seasonal movement in the flow of land based ice draining into george four ice shelf a floating uh, platform of ice uh, roughly the uh, size of whales on the antarctica peninsula used imagery from the corpus european space agency sentinel 1 satellites the researcher found uh, that the glacier feeding the ice shelf speed up by approximately 15% during the antarctica summer this is the first time that uh, such seasonal cycles have been detected on land ice or falling into ice shelves in antarctica the results are reported in the journal the Cy- cryosphere while it is not uh, unusual for ice flow in arctic and alpine regions to speed up during summer scientists had previously assumed that ice in antarctica was not subject to the same seasonal movements especially where it flows into large ice shelves and where temperatures are below freezing for most of the year this assumption was also in part fueled by lack of imagery collected over the icy continent in the past unlike the greenland ice sheet where a high quality of data has allowed us to understand how the ice moved from season to season and year to year we haven't had comparable data coverage to look for such changes over antarctica until recently said carla boxall from cambridge scott polar research institute spri in the study first author Observation of ice speed change in Antarctica Peninsula have typically been measured over successive years so we have been missing a lot uh, of the finer detail about how flow varies from month to month throughout the year said co-author Dr Fraser Christie also from SPRI and prior to the detailed records of ice speed made possible by this uh, Sentinel 1 satellite scientist want uh, wanting to study short term variation in antarctica wild ice flow had to rely on information collected by optical satellites such as nasa landsat 8 optical measurement uh, can also observe the earth's surface on cloud free uh, days during summer months called sorry said co-author dr thomas nagler and was ceo but by using central one radar imagery we were able to discover seasonal ice flow change thanks to to the ability of these satellites to monitor year round and in all weather conditions currently the causes of the seasonal change are certain 
it could be caused by surface melt of water uh, reaching the base of the ice and acting like a lubricant as in the case in arctic and alpine region or it could be due to relatively warm ocean water melting the ice from below thinning the floating ice and allowing upstream glacier to move faster three seasonal cycle could be due to either mechanism or a mixture of the two said krishi detail ocean and surface measurement will be required to understand fully why this seasonal change is occurring the result impl- uh, imply that similar seasonal variability may exist at other more vulnerable sites in antarctica such as the pine island and thwarties glacier in west antarctica if true these seasonal signature may be uncaptured in some measurement of antarctica ice mass loss with potentially important implication for global sea level rise estimates said bowell boxel it's the first time this seasonal signal has been found on the antarctica ice sheet so the question is its reasons regarding the possible presence and cause of season, uh, seasonality elsewhere in antarctica are really interesting said co-author professor and wills also from spri we look uh, forward to uh, taking a closer look at and shedding light on these important questions hmm okay moving on towards the next topic because it's the news uh, that's uh, provided by you uh, that's provided by us guys so yep moving on towards the next topic new analysis of shipping emission reveals that air pollution has a larger effect on climate than previously thought <laughs> let's see a group of researchers based at oxford university climate process group has used novel methods of uh, analyzing satellite data to more accurately quantify the effect of human aerosol emission on climate change the results are published today in the journal nature human aerosol emission have a cooling effect on the planet because they can make clouds brighter by providing extra condensation nuclei on which a cloud droplet form brighter cloud reflect a mode of the sunlight that strikes them deflecting it from the earth's surface however it is Currently unclear how large this cooling effect is, particularly if the cloud brightness change uh, cannot be seen in satellite images. This could be when the emissions are diffuse, such as from or uh, from uh, city uh, traffic, or when there are winds uh, that disperse them. The cooling effect offsets some of the warming effects of greenhouse gases and provides the largest uncertainty in human perturbations to the climate system. To investigate this research, our team analyzed data on uh, ship emission as a model system for quantifying the climate effect of human aerosol emission in general. Sometimes when a ship uh, passes underneath a cloud, its aerosol emission brightens the cloud in a long line similar to a contrail. These so-called ship tracks have been studied previously, however, the vast majority of ships leave no visible tracks. This was the first study to provide a quantitative measure of the impact of invisible ship tracks or cloud properties, thus the cooling effect. Key Findings Invisible shipping tracks had a clear impact on the properties of cloud they polluted. Surprisingly, 
uh, the sign uh, the specific effects were different to those of visible shipping tracks invisible ship tracks showed a uh, smaller increase roughly 50% less in the number of droplets in the clouds but the amount of water increased more compared to the effect of visible tracks this implies that for a given uh, increase in droplets the increase in water is larger than thought equating uh, to a greater cooling effect hmm the same um, uh, the same may be true for aerosol emission mode uh, generally cloud may react more strongly to air pollution than previously thought brighter uh, getting brighter and having a stronger cooling effect Ship emission often occurred in remote ocean environment and so provide unique properties, unique opportunities to study the effect of aerosol in uh, isolation of other human-induced factors that affected the climate. This new study led by DEFIL student Peter Menhensen used a global database uh, of ship routes containing the location of almost all ships at a given time. More than 2 million ship paths over 6 years combining this with historical weather observation. The researcher then simulated where all the ship's emission were carried by the wind and entered, by the, cl entered the cloud. Studying this location in satellite data allowed them to measure the number of droplets and the amount of water in the polluted and un unpolluted clouds. Importantly, this uh, method does not depend on the ship emission being visible in satellite images. According to the research in the finding indicate that human health policies to reduce air pollution must be carefully considered when forecasting future climate change scenarios. In a recent study, the climate process groups also found that ship tracks reduced by around 25% almost immediately after the International Maritime Organization introduced strict new fuel regulation in 2020 to reduce air pollution caused by global shipping. This analysis used a machine learning approach to automatically measure more than 1 million visible ship tracks from satellite images over a 20-year period. Professor Philip Stewart, who leads, uh, uh, who leads the Climate Process Group in the Department of Physics, Oxford University, a co-author uh, for the study said three techniques show the value of combining novel data, science approaches with the huge data, huge amount of Earth observational data now available. They will allow us to transform the analysis of climate process in Earth observation from case study to global monitoring, providing entirely new observation constraint on our understanding of the climate system and future climate models. The study Invisible Track uh, shows large uh, cloud sensitivity to aerosol has been published in Nature. Hmm. Moving on to our next topic, next discovery. Tess discovers an old warm Jupiter-like exoplanet. <laughs> let's see. Going to be a, an astronomy topic, let's see. Using the Transition Exoplanet Survey Satellite, Tess in an, an international team of astronomers has detected a new old and a warm Jupiter-like alien world orbiting a G dwarf star. Uh, the newfound exoplanet designated TOI 544 uh, 42b in the size of Jupiter about 30% more massive than the solar system uh, biggest gas giant the finding is report in a paper published September 29 on the Arzev preprint server test is conducting a survey of about 200,000 
of the brightest stars near the sun with the aim of searching for transition exoplanets so far it has identified nearly 6000 candidate exoplanet test objects of interest or toi of which 256 have been confirmed so far now a group of astronomers led by nolan grevious of the university of uh, geneva in switzerland has recently confirmed another toi monitored by tess they report a data transit signal has been identified in the little curve of a metal poor g dwarf known as toi 5442 other designated tyc 9086012101 the uh, planetary nature of this uh, signal was confirmed by follow up observation with corelli and uh, high accuracy radial velocity planet search uh, searcher hubs spectro uh, spectrographs we report the discovery and characterization of the bombed uh, jupiter toi 5442b the planet was first detected by tess as two signal transit events at 375.6 days apart the researcher wrote in the paper the new found exoplanet has a radius of approximately 101 jupiter radii and a mass of 1.3 uh, jupiter masses which yields a density at a level of 1.6 gram per uh, centimeter cube it orbits its pa- uh, parent star every 75 uh, 75.12 days at a distance of 0.33 au from it the planet's equilibrium temperature was estimated to be 40, uh, 441 kelvin therefore the astronomer classified it as a warm jupiter the host toi 5442 is of spectral Spectral type uh, G3V has a radius of about 1.06 uh, solar radii and is 11% less massive than the sun. The star has an effective temperature of some 5700 Kelvin, luminosity at a level of approximate, uh, approximately 105 solar uh, luminosities uh, and its age is estimated to be 10.8 billion years ago. Uh, the metallicity uh, the metallicity of a TOI 5442 was measured to be approximate minus 0.21 taking into account that TOI for, uh, 5442 is nearly 11 billion years old the researcher underlined that its exoplanet is therefore one of the oldest known long period form jupiters and one of the few with an age estimate hmm TOI 5442b is one of the oldest known warm Jupiter and it's cool enough uh, to be unaffected by in, uh, inflation due to stellar incident flux, making it a valuable constru- uh, contribution in the context of planetary composition and formation study. The author of the paper concluded, given that TOI 5442b has a circular orbit, the researcher noted that it is difficult to predict a formation of migration pathway for this planet. They assumed that it likely formed via disk migration or in situ formation or as other mechanisms that are more likely to leave a planet on an eccentric orbit around its plan uh, parent star hmm. interesting interesting moving on towards next topic an expensive device that can harvest energy from a light breeze and store it uh, it as electricity <laughs> 
scientists from Nanyang Technology Universities, uh, Singapore, NTU Singapore, uh, have uh, developed a low-cost device that can harness energy from wind as gentle as a light breeze and store it as electricity. When exposed to wind with a velocity as low as uh, 2 meters per second, uh, the device uh, can produce a voltage of 3 volts and ge uh, generate uh, electricity power of up to 290 microwatts which is sufficient to power a commercial sensor device and uh, for it it also uh, send the data to a mobile phone or a computer. The light and durable device uh, called a wind harvester also diverts any electricity that is not in use to a battery where it can store to power devices in the absence of wind. The scientists uh, say their invention has the potential to relapse batteries and powering light emitting uh, diode led lights and structural health monitoring sensors those are used on urban uh, structures such as bridges and skyscrapers uh, to monitor the structural health or altering um, engineers to issues such as instabilities or physical damage measuring only 15 centimeter by 20 centimeter the device can easily be mounted on the sides of buildings and would be ideal for urban environments such as singaporean suburbs where already wind speeds are less than 2.5 milli uh, meter per second outside of the uh, thunderstorm the findings were published in the journal mechanical system and signal processing in september professor yang yuan a structural engineer from NTU School of Civil and Environmental uh, Engineering CEE who led the project said as a, a renewable and clean energy source wind power generation has attracted extensive research intention. Our research aims to tackle the lack of small-scale energy harvester for more than target functions such as to power small sensors and electronic devices. The device we developed also serves as a potential alternative to smaller lithium-ion batteries as our wind harvester is self-sufficient and would only require occasional maintenance and does not, uh, does not use heavy metals which, if not disposed of properly, could cause environmental problems. The innovation has received interest from the industry. The NTU research team is also working towards commercializing their invention. The study, which prevents an innovation that could help cut down on electronic waste and find alternative sources of energy, reflects NTU commitments to mitigate our impact on the environment, which is one of the four humanity grand challenges that the University of seeks to address through its NTU 2025 strategic plan. Riding the wind, the device was developed uh, to harness efficient uh, wind energy at low cost with low wear and tear. Its body is made of fiber epoxy, a highly durable polymer with the main attachment that interacts with the wind and is made of inexpensive materials such as copper, aluminum foil and polytetrafluoroethylene, a durable polymer that is also known as Teflon, due to the dynamic design of its uh, structure, when uh, the harvester is exposed to wind uh, flow, it uh, begins to vibrate, causing its plate to approach uh, to and depart uh, from the stopper. This causes charges uh, to be formed on the film, and electrical current is formed as the flow from the aluminum foil to the copper film. In laboratory tests, the interior developed harvester could power 40 LEDs constantly at a wind speed of 4 mm per second. 
It could also trigger a sensor device and power it sufficiently to send the room temperature information to a mobile phone wirelessly. This demonstrated that the harvester could not only generate electricity to constantly power a device, but that could, uh, but that it could store excess uh, charge that was sufficient to keep the uh, device powered for an extended period in the absence of ma- uh, wind. Professor Yang added, "Wind energy is a source of renewable energy. It does not uh, contaminate. It is." inexhaustible and reduces the use of fossil fuels which are the origin of greenhouse gases that cause global warming our invention has shown uh, has been shown to effectively harness this sustainable source of energy to charge batteries and light leds demonstrating its potential as an energy generator to power the next generation of electronics uh, which are smaller in size and require less power the entire team will be conducting further research to further improve the energy storage function of the uh, of their device as well as experiment with a uh, different material to improve its output power the research team is also in the process of filing for a patent with ntu initiative and ntu innovation and enterprise com- company hmm i mean great finding great research uh we are mostly be happily available in the market very soon and i mean we are waiting for this product to launch in the market and with with companies whatever uh, the competition is but it will be essential for uh, many of the developing countries and the developed countries to use sustainable energy instead of uh traditional energy which are fossil fuels and many other things so moving on towards next topic discovery of new function of the cerebellum <laughs> going uh, going to a neuroscience topic let's see the cerebellum is known as primarily for regulation of movement research at the university of basel have now discovered that the cerebellum also plays an important role in remembering emotional experiences the study appears in the journal pinas both uh positive and negative emotional uh, experiences are shown particularly well in memory this phenomenon is important to our survival since we need to remember dangerous situation in order to avoid them in the future previous studies have shown that a brain structure called the amygdala which is important in the processing of uh, emotions plays a, a central role in this phenomena emotion activate the amygdala which is Uh, which in turn facilitate the storage of information in various areas of the cerebellum. The current research led by Professor Domenico D. Quarven and Professor Andreas Papastro Polios at the University of Basel investigated the role of cerebellum in storing emo- emotional experiences. In a large study, uh, in a large scale study, the researchers showed 1,418 participants emotional and neutral images and recorded the sub- uh, subjects' brain activity using magnetic re- uh, resonance imaging (MRI). In a uh, memory test uh, conducted later, the positive and negative images were remembered by the participants much better than the neutral images. The improved storage of emotional images was linked with an increase in brain activity in the area of cerebellum, already known to play a part. However, the team also identified increased activity in the cerebellum. The cerebellum, in uh, communication with the cerebrum, 
The researcher also uh, were also able to demonstrate the cerebellum shows stronger communication with various areas of cerebrum during the process of enhanced storage of the emotional images. It receives information from the synaglogrus, a region of the brain that is important in the perception and evaluation of feelings. Furthermore, the cerebellum sends out signals to various regions of the brain, including the amygdala and hippocampus. The latter plays an important plays a central role in memory storage. These results indicate that the cerebellum is an integral component of a network that is responsible for the improved storage of emotional information, says D. Quadwen. Although an improved memory for emotional events is, is a crucial mechanism for survival, it does have its downsides. In the case of very negative experience, it can lead to recurring anxiety. This means that the findings uh, which have now been released may also be relevant in, uh, in understanding psychiatric conditions as, such as post-traumatic stress disorder. So these are the findings, these are the discovery given by this by the uh, this new article that how many uh, of the cerebellum are responsible for the bad and good image of our uh, of our journey and where our our past whatever it is. So it's a more likely a approach or to any uh, any other thing which is given by our brain which is given uh, which is functioning by our brain uh, that how we can imagine things how we can remembering things how we can doing everything so yep moving on towards next topic when ending approach people choose the familiar over the novel hmm. when people believe that a door is closing that they have a limited amount of time left uh, to enjoy some uh, something such as dining out or traveling the gra uh, gravitate to the comfort of something familiar rather than the ex uh, excitement of something new according to research published by the American Psychological Association in eight uh, experiment with nearly 6,000 total participants researchers explored whether people tend to prefer novel exciting ex uh, experiences such as uh, trying a new restaurant or familiar uh, familiar ones uh, such as returning to an old uh, favorite and whether those preference a shift with the amount of time people believe that they have left to enjoy similar experiences. The research was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. Previous research has find uh, has found that found that an average people tend to opt for novel and exciting experiences over familiar ones. They uh, would rather enjoy a new movie that rewatch something that already been seen. For example, given equal access to both. However, study author E. D. O'Brien, PhD at UG Kutsuma Vent at the University of Chicago Booth School of Business, suspected that perceived endings might affect those choices by nudging people to return to meaningful old favorite. In the first experience, the researcher asked 500 online participants, 663 college and business school students to read hypothetical scenarios in which uh, they were given the choice between a new experience or a familiar beloved one, uh, such as reading a new novel versus rereading re an old favorite or visiting a new city versus revisiting a city they loved. 
half uh, the participants were simply asked uh, to make the choice while the other half were instructed to imagine that it was the last chance that they uh, would have uh, for a while uh, to travel or the read or read a novel overall across the situation participants in the ending groups uh, were more likely to choose familiar activities compared with participants in the control groups in the next set of experiments the researcher moved beyond hyper Hypothetical question to explore people's behavior in lab and real life settings. In one, for example, participants were told they would be given a uh, they would be given a gift card to a restaurant, and that the gift card needed to be used in the next month. Then half of the participants were told to reflect on how few opportunities they would have for going to restaurants in the next month and specific things that might prevent them from going to restaurants. Finally, participants were asked whether they uh, would prefer a gift card to restaurant they did visited before or one uh, that was new uh, to them. Overall, 67% of the participants in the endings condition preferred a gift certificate to familiar restaurant compared with just 48% of those in the control condition. Finally, the researcher explored why perceived endings seemed to push participants towards familiar things. They found evidence that it was not uh, simply because the familiar experiences were a safe uh, bet uh, the participant that a uh, participant knew they would enjoy but also because they were more likely to find those familiar things personally meaningful or finding unveil nuance or to what people really mean by ending on a high note said Winnet. endings are trying to prompt people to think about what personally meaningful de- uh, meaningful de- to them People likely uh, like ending uh, things on a meaningful note as it provides psychological closure and in most cases old favorite tends to be more meaningful than exciting novelty. The research is especially interesting because on the surface it runs counter to the idea of the bucket list whereby uh, people tend to pursue novelty things uh, they have never uh, done but have always wanted to do as they approach the end of life. O'Brien said here we fi- uh, find that at least in the those more everyday ending context uh, people actually do the opposite they want uh, want to end on a high note binding on a familiar note the researcher noted that the finding could help people better structure their time to maximize their enjoyment of experience for example by visiting an old favorite attraction on the last rather than the first day of vacation retailers and market uh, marketers too uh, could uh, take advantage of cafes later to close for renovation might put more of its favorite dishes on the menu rather than try new item for sale and perhaps according to the researcher such psychological form framings uh, could be useful for addressing larger societal problems nudging people to uh, toward repeat consumption by emphasizing endings and last chance uh, chances could uh, subtly encourage sustainable consumption by curbing the waste that necessarily accumulates from perpetual novelty seeking winner said oh, so these are the results of which is being given out by the researcher and how these all things going on when uh, people have ending approach and uh, he knows that he uh, don't have enough time 
to live on this earth so yep moving on towards next topic a new method to enable efficient interaction between photons hmm. okay let's see photons particle that represent a quantum of light have shown gro- uh, great potential for the development of new quantum technologies more specifically physicists have been exploring the possibility of creating photonic qubits quantum bits of information that can be transmitted over long distance using photons despite some promising results several obstacles still need to be overcome before photonic qubits can be successfully implemented on a large scale for instance photons are known to be susceptible to propagation laws that is loss of energy radiation or signals as it travels from one point to another and do not interact with one another researcher at university of kongfingen uh, in denmark institute the physics fundamental iff 6 uh, six in spain and rior universitat bochum in germany have recently devised a strategy that could help to overcome one of these challenges namely the lack of photon photon interaction their method presented in a paper published in nature physics could eventually aid the uh, development of more sophisticated quantum devices we have been working on the deterministic interfacing of single quantum em- emitters quantum dots to single fo- uh, photons to over 15 years and have developed a very powerful method based on the nanophotonic waveguides peter lordwall one of the researchers who carried out the study told physics.org we generally applied the, uh, these devices of deterministic single photon sources and multi photon entanglement sor- uh, sources but another uh, possible application would be to induce non linear operation on photons lodel and his colleagues realized the first proof of concept demonstration of non linear operation using individual photons back in tw- uh, 2015 when uh, they investigated this uh, this effect further however they encountered difficulties in the theory understanding the fundamental physics underlying this complex single photon and nonlinear interaction in our previous work we found that the physics governing the nonlinear interaction of pulses of light was remarkably rich and gave rise uh, to some novel opportunity for constructing photonic quantum gates and fo- uh, photons sorters lodel said We have carried out the first experimental study of nonlinear quantum pulses undergoing nonlinear interaction due to the coupling with a deterministically coupled quantum em- emitter. In the new experiment, the researcher used the efficient and coherent coupling of a single quantum emitter with a non-photonic waveguide to enable non-linear quantum interaction between single photon wave packets. To do this, they used a single quantum dot, a nanometer-sized particle that behaves like a two-level atom, which uh, was embedded in a photonic crystal waveguide. In such a system, the coupling is deterministic. so that one photon launch into the waveguide is interacting with the quantum dot lodel uh, explained sending impulses containing two or more photon induced quantum correlation since only one photon at a time can interact with the quantum dot by controlling the duration of the quantum pulse we can tailor these correlation and the interaction between the photons using the experimental method lodel and his colleagues were essentially able to control a photon using a, a second photon which was mediated by their quantum emitter in other words the successful realize uh, 
non-linear photon-photon interaction, we developed a method to get photons to ef uh, efficiently interact with each other mediated by coupling of two quantum dots, loadal set. We think uh, this could open new direction for making photon-photon quantum gates, which is the uh, difficult gate in photonic quantum computing, a uh, deterministic photon sort or device that are essential example for quantum repeaters. The new strategy introduced by this team of researchers could have uh, important implications for the uh, for both uh, quantum physics research and the development of quantum technology. For instance, the method uh, could open new possibilities for the development of quantum optical devices which also allowing physicists to experiment with tailored complex of photonic quantum states. We have a range of activities to extend the present work. Hannah Lee, Janik, and other research involved in the study told physics.org on a fundamental level we are looking at understanding more deeply how quantum states of light are affected by traveling through a single quantum dot but we are also already forcing application of this quantum interaction. At the moment, Lodal, Le, Janek and their colleagues are trying to exploit the non-linear photon-photon interaction realized in their recent study to simulate the vibrational dynamics of molecule. This could be achieved by mapping the vibrational dynamics of complex molecules onto the propagation of photons in advanced photonic circuits. Hmm. A new method enabled by this scientist, by the researcher to interact between photon photon layers and used in the laser application and many other applications which is being used more likely in the energy uh, kind of things which, uh, which need energy which uh, required energy so yep or traveling energy whatever um, it is but we are moving towards next topic study shows the creating highly performing cobalt-free cathodes is possible. Hmm. Okay, let's see. Leon batteries, rechar uh, rechargeable batteries based on lithium-ion are currently used to power a wide range of electronic devices ranging from smartphone to portable computer toys, wireless headphones and electric vehicles. Despite their remarkable performance, these batteries are made using some unsustainable and expensive raw material. The most notable among these materials is cobalt co, which is used to create layered uh, cathodes for Leon Li-ion uh, batteries. Because of the recent surge in demand for electric vehicles, cobalt is rapidly become scarce on Earth. Also, due to the rising demand from the technology and electronics industry, research at Hangyang University and Pacific Northwest National Laboratory have recently shown that creating highly performance layered cathodes without using co could in fact uh, be possible the paper published in nature energy could ultimately contribute to the development of more sustainable and affordable neon ion battery solutions professor's son and have uh, i have been working together on cathode materials for the past 20 years professor chong s yoon one of the researchers who carried out the study told tech explored with the increased depletion of ceo and its supply uncertainty we recognized that it is becoming increasing imperative to eliminate ceo from ni rich a layered a cathode nca or a ncm used in electric vehicles so far eliminating uh, cobalt from layered cathode for Leon ion batteries has proved extremely challenging. This is because even a small amount of this material can significantly improve the structural stability of cathode, which in turn expedites 
the so-called lithium intercalation kinetics this is an essential chemical process that ultimately enables high performance batteries to overcome this limitation some researchers have been exploring the potential of a cathode made of lithium neon x uh, um i mean one x or two arguably the most uh, straightforward cathode free com- uh, composition lithium uh, neon i am MnO05O2 is a well-studied co-free cathode and with stable uh, cycling stability, but it provides insufficient capacity for today's EV. Yoon said. There have been attempts to increase the uh, Ni uh, content in lithium uh, to increase its capacity, but the capacity problem remained unresolved without uh, cobalt uh, CO. With it is difficult to extract lithium from the host structure. To overcome the challenge I encountered during previous attempts at creating highly performing lithium neon uh, magnesium O2 cathodes, Yoon and his colleagues increased this cathode operating voltage from 4.3 voltage to 4.4 voltage. This allowed them to extract a large fraction of lithium from uh, lithium O2, which simultaneously increased the energy density and power density at the battery's highest operating voltage to ensure that uh, their lithium-ion battery remained stable at 4.4 voltage, the highest operating voltage. The team uh, then had to re-engineer the battery's cathode, uh, microstructure, and electrolyte. From our experience, we knew that introducing dopants and high uh, oxidation states MOW, SBTA, etc., refines the primary particle size and stabilizes the delithotide host structure. Yoon said, We took a heuristic approach uh, based on our past experience to determine that doping the lithium uh, cathode with one uh, molecule percentage MO gives the best performance. Fluoroethylene carbonate was also added to the conventional electrolyte uh, to support the electrolyte at 4.4 voltage and protect the cathode surface from electrolyte attack. One mole MO lithium neon magnesium O2 cycled 1000 times while retaining 86% of initial capacity which is more uh, than sufficient to meet the battery life specified by the electric vehicle manufacturer. The main difficulty that Yoon and his colleague encountered when uh, trying to operate their f- uh, one percent, uh, one mole percent uh, more li- uh, lithium ba- uh, O2 cathode at 4.4 uh, voltage was capacity fading during prolonged cycling. That is a loss of capacity over the uh, time to plug use or uh, rechargeable battery based on neelium rich layered cathode to ensure that their battery had enough uh, life to power device for a reasonable amount of time the force had to resolve their cap- this capacity fading issue the exceptional cycling stability of one mole percent mo lithium at 4.4 volt uh, voltage is largely owned uh, to the grain size re- uh, refinement and k uh, cation ordering yun explained MO6 plus ions uh, tend to segregate along interparticle boundaries and animate grain growth during high temperature heat uh, treatment, which is necessary to convert the hydroxide precursor to lithium uh, neon 
menoxide o2 green boundaries in the ultra fine ultra fine structured cathode increase fracture toughness by uh, deflecting cracks generated by the abrupt lattice contraction near the charge end the green boundaries in the researcher cathode can also act as fast diffusion path of for uh, lithium ion uh, which removes local inhomogeneities due to the com- uh, due to their composition and suppress intragranular fractures by introducing mo6 plus the team was able to arrange cations in their cathode in a specific ways that intermixing lithium and neon ions this unique uh, design stabilizes the cathode structure when it uh, when it is most vulnerable due to the known uniform extraction of lithium ions our findings suggest that developing a high performance co- cobalt free layered cathode is no longer an elusive goal june said the proposal one mole percent mo lithium o2 cathode cycling at a high voltage in an economically viable solution that is achievable with current manufacturing technology in addition by clarifying the intrinsic role of co cobalt during the extraction of lithium plus ions from a the whole structure this work offered a material design and creation for uh, selecting a territory doping element for ensuring the structural and mechanical durability of cobalt free layered cathodes the cathode design and composition proposed by yoon and his colleagues could uh, guide future research efforts aimed at improving the general performance of nilium nilium rich layered cathodes in addition the uh, work um, might pave the way towards the creation of highly performing cobalt free battery technology which uh, could be more sustainable and affordable than their cobalt based counterparts for high performance evs with a long uh, driving range and improved safety the next uh, generation lithium ion batteries will likely be uh, all solid shared battery assb featuring nilium rich cobalt free cathodes united we are now investigating the possibility of applying the the proposed cobalt free cathode to assb hmm interesting so once again uh, improving our lithium ion batteries uh, who are responsible for the energy consumption in many are in our battery cells and battery applications so yep interesting moving on towards next topic a 44 year old perspective study how money brings hunter gathers new choices <laughs> okay let's see If you visit the Gihonsi people of northeast Namibia and northwest Botswana you will uh, see families that uh, make a living from mix of forging government aid selling crafts and other ventures most people have some monetary income used to buy food clothing and other goods some of, of the very few with salaried government jobs uh, may have uh, cars and furniture mud huts stand alongside stone houses wealth is unequally distributed and hiding behind some of that wealth is debt hmm. it wasn't always like this money is a new in a jew once society two generation ago their economy was largely based on forging wild uh, plant uh, 
plant and animal resources since the late 1970s the geohansi have moved into semi permanent villages and engage in a mixed economy that in, uh, includes monetary income within uh, money however come new choices in a new study poly mincer research professor in the university of utah department of anthropology and at Arizona State University and Cindy Hinson Yeo Huang at Arizona State explored how money changed uh, the Jiuhuan's society, something from the for, uh, forager days like uh, sharing meals and gifting with those uh, with close uh, family haven't changed. Other things like extended kinship, networks and need-based community giving definitely have. We don't have a what's uh, going to happen next, Vincer says. I have seen a change in norms or conventions from having to share most of what uh, you have to being allowed to keep your cash income and fill uh, your own needs and then share what's left over. The study is published in pre- uh, preceding of the National Academy of Science, History of the Jew Hansi Bushman. How does a society function without money? Before money, the Jiuhansan economy was based on sharing and gifting. Says that someone, uh, uh, someone kills a large animal, Vincent says, and there's plenty of meat. Well, he can give out, uh, out uh, dead meat at a very low cost to himself because it's going to rot anyway. But the reserver uh, who might uh, be quite hungry and in need will regard that meat as a great benefit, the nomadic hunter-gatherer society also distributed possession throughout their communities through uh, gifting things to each other. Uh, the gifts are served to give information about the status of the underlying relationship, shared necessity, and strengthen social bonds as each uh, gift uh, carried with uh, uh, it a connection between giver and receiver. This transition of gifting and sharing uh, came together in a system called Hexoda, which defined uh, the king. Each Jew Hanse was responsible for caring uh, for caring for. In hard times, Jew Hanse could rely on or even live with this Hexoda partners in other villages up to 125-200 km away from once at a time. In 1974, 69% of Jiu Hansi possession had been received as Hexoda gift, uh, but then money entered the society setting of gradual cultural changes during the 1970s amid losses of Jiu Hansi traditional lands. The government of Nambia established a homeland for the Bushmen called Nua Nye. Over the next a few decades, the Jiuhansi began raising animals and crops on a small scale and began receiving government assistance for children and pensions for the elderly as well as some employment in the district capital of Tunsque. Uh, that government assistance is vital since families have struggled to provide basic necessity following the loss of uh, their foraging lands. In addition to the government assistant, resident at Neo Neo also harvests the devil's claw pla- uh, plant, which grows in the bush and can be sold to pharmaceutical companies as an analogous uh, jessic, providing another source of income. So, before we go on, let's pause and reflect on the concept of money, going back to the concept of sharing meat from a large kill. That's a transaction that cost uh, the giver little since. Uh, 
they have too much to use and benefit the receiver greatly since they are in need but if you bring money into the equation now sharing money costs uh, the giver the same as it benefits the receiver since the value of the money is fixed sharing is now more expensive it also deta uh, detaches the meaning of item acquired through social relationships sort of like how gifts a certificate uh, to a bookstore doesn't mean the same as a book that someone chose from that store as a gift for you. For the Jew, almost all their possession previously had come from a gift given with a social bond. Hmm. So the object, the gift, is never detached from the relationship. Vincent says all your material goods have uh, some relationship embedded in them while uh, with money you uh, just go to the store and you have got it and there are no social relationship how many change sharing and gifting between 1996 and 2018 vincent surveyed the johansen near learning about their lifestyle and social network she compared this data including surveys of more of where people position had come from with data she did collect in the mid 1970s when, uh, when first uh, visited them in Botswana, with the help of long-term Johansen research assistant Vincent continued gathering and analyzing data on how villagers spent their money between 2020 and 2022. She found no, uh, most notably that uh, the external system of exchange in an extended kin network had essentially collapsed by 1997. The number of hexro partnership had fallen by half. By 2018, the system was essentially little more than a story told by elders. Why did it decline so rapidly? Previously in hard times, a band of Johansi would uh, disperse and live with Hansro kin, contributing their hunting ability and gaining the uh, resources of their host. Now with permanent settlements and the food option offered by money, sharing with visitors become more expensive than it had been previously. And with cash, the social economy is changing. Geohons respect each other autonomy to do with their money as they wish and to take care of their own uh, family first. When I get paid, I do get many uh, uh, requests. One villager said, I tell my family and friends, the first I will pay off my store debts and buy food and school uniforms and other uh, goods for the family and for myself if no money uh, is left. I tell uh, them perhaps next time I can give them something. This is how I manage to uh, have enough for myself but keep my friends sharing and gifting haven't completely disappeared but have shifted to reflect the new economy instead of sharing meat from large kills which uh, still happens but such kills are rare communities share tea and sugar party uh, parties and extended uh, family meals gifts are still given but uh, are now purchased instead of made and gifting with distant kin which uh, constituted 23% of gifting in 1974 has fallen to 1% of gifting in, in 2018. How many change uh, to uh, how many change the social order? Unsurprisingly, the introduction of money created disparities in wealth. The few salaried gov uh, government workers received significantly more money than other villagers and spent it on card houses, furniture, and other possessions that are out of reach of many Geohonzi. But perhaps surprising to Americans, money uh, did not uh, create other 
form of social inequality even uh, through 90% of the highest paying government jobs went to men for example women pursued income through other means such as harvesting devil's claw uh, there were no significant difference in the number of positions purchased by women and men in any given year or uh, residence suggesting the little gender inequality there were always gender equality wins or sales and sometimes people think that because men have more job it will decrease but it doesn't the geohansi value iglo Regium, she says, which means uh, that each person uh, respects each other, autonomy to per, uh, pursue economic activity that helps prevent social inequalities between different income brackets. Expensive uh, stone houses, she says, uh, are uh, built alongside mud huts. No bushman hires another bushman to do their dirty work. Winsor says, if people uh, try to gain. political power they have uh, put down i don't know how long uh, this will last you really can't say but uh, for the uh, for the time being very strong egalitarian principle are holding even though the material differences are great wants and needs yes money has changed johansen society that doesn't mean the previous forging lifestyle was ideal it was marked by periodic poverty anxiety and food insecurity winsor says there are benefits in being able to purchase food clothing and other necessity but what happens when uh needs have been covered and more and more uh, thing uh, that used uh, to be uh, wants become needs when uh, more become available computer fancy phones and all these things they these move from being uh, wants uh, to be needs in our perception she says and uh, it's what happened to the johansi as well a certain amount of material goods uh, to make them comfortable clothing shoes etc becomes need rather than uh, just wants and that's what money really does it changes the society because it continually has more and more moved into the category of needs this is something winsor says uh, she sees rampant in western society but by learning uh, from the johans she is being able to see it emerge from the very beginning of money entry into uh, society what i don't see is the use of money to create social inequalities that's not happening yet she says but the society will likely continue to change currently there are no social institution that enable one johans to employ another or enforce payment for service rendered neither uh, neither are their institution to enforce payment of interpersonal loans all the stores have been willing to extend lines of credit introducing debt as well so what i will have to see says vincent continuing has nearly 50 year study of johans society is of some new institution developed to deal with money in the current situation oh i mean interesting interesting perceptive interesting uh, money making ideas that how the local peoples are being gather money by uh, doing small jobs and buying do, uh, by doing these things i mean great of course so uh, uh, as i previously discovered uh, discussed in the previous podcast that we have started a newsletter for you guys providing in the information that is not easily available on the surface web and for those who are easily available will be uh, not going to subscribe it 
otherwise if you are willing to check uh, it out please check it out because uh, for a sustainable uh, business we need this uh, we need this money we need this funding or uh, you can uh, have a tip uh, tip us we will provide the many more links to uh, uh, to you guys if you are into that kind of uh, if you are uh, ha uh, having a mindset that uh, we uh, can provide you this uh, money and uh, and give us uh, the information then we never uh, ever have a problem with any with anybody with anybody with any uh, with any organization we, we never need to do certain uh, types of things or propaganda types of things so if you are please uh, if you are don't want to, uh, this website uh, don't want it to be the propaganda uh, website then please subscribe to this newsletter otherwise it's going to be uh, again handed by those guys which is converted uh, this website into a propaganda website so and yes uh, we are updating our website too so don't worry uh, every li every link every uh, every single thing will be provided and also we have moving towards uh, started a app where you can read those article in your free time in your mobile itself so yep um, yes at the end i just want to say you guys keep researching stay curious stay healthy